This is The Chronicle, a podcast that goes through the journey of life, love, self, and togetherness, facing the daily struggles life has to offer. Once again, this is The Chronicle, the podcast. So we are back with another week and another episode. And before we get started in today's episode, I do want to just, you know, point out some few things what this episode is going to be about, basically, that we are going down that rabbit hole and a lot of people don't want to go down the rabbit hole going down the rabbit hole means you're digging up all the baggage all the hidden secrets that you thought you know were gone or you know ignored because that's what a lot of people do they ignore the truth and the reality of a situation and they try to hide it behind things and objects and people and emotions when they're not really dealing with their shit sometimes you have to deal with whatever is going on and you have to dig deep down inside and figure out the missing puzzles and the missing pieces of what seems to be the problem because most of us don't want to deal with the big problem there, there's the problem like the tree but no one wants to deal with like the leaves on the tree no one wants to deal with the branches and then there's the roots the roots is the cause of it you know we, we sit back and we allow you know I would say like a wound to stay there and get affected. And when something gets infected, it turns into a fever. And when a fever happens, it's uncontrollable. It's a breakout. And when a breakout happens, then it's time for you to start digging up all your dirty laundry. And it's time for you to start going down the rabbit hole because you could have prevented a wound from returning to affection. But instead of you treating it like you're supposed to be treating it, you allowed it to turn into something bigger and something chaotic. And now you have to look inside yourself and look at your life in a whole and say, how do I get from a small little wound into affection, into a mass fever? So we're going down the rabbit hole. We we're talking about things that the collective won't talk about. We're, we're going to do this because at the same time, we've been on this journey of self-reflection. We've been on a journey of healing. We've been talking about these for the past couple of weeks. So why not talk about something that's been in social media that people have been discussing and has been shown why not talk about it so let's get into today's episode and you'll see what we're gonna discuss so episode 80 of season two of the chronicle going down the rabbit hole now when i mean going down the rabbit hole like i said earlier this is a truth moment this is self-reflecting i don't want to get like make this episode long and obnoxious about all the things that abuse is and what it is because we all we all know what abuse is abuse stems from basically childhood abuse stems from behavior that we probably seen and then we deal with it abuse can happen in different ways there's emotional abuse there's physical abuse there's mental abuse there's all different types of abuses i think it's sexual abuse as well and there's financial abuse there's cultural abuse it's just so much you can dig out of each. And I want to hit on each different type of abuse and how this plays a role in society. Because you've seen this many times. People are coming out, telling their stories, especially most recently. I want to talk about the sexual abuse that has happened and has been heightened at the pivot of this month, entering this you know new month. It is Black History Month. So, hi, Black History Month, you know, Black, Black Pride you know, probably like all that good stuff. So I definitely had to say that. But at the same time, sexual abuse, that's something, that's one type of abuse I want to hit on first. And that's, you know, that's in my mind right now. Victims come out and they tell their stories. 
when a victim has the courage to speak their story, I find it weird and I find it strange that a lot of people try to take that away from a victim as if their voice doesn't matter, as if their voice is supposed to be muffled and they're not supposed to speak their truth. I mean, it is their truth for a reason. And and they're allowing themselves to be emotionally vulnerable with people so they can speak their truth about the sexual encounters that they have experienced. But we don't allow a person to feel as if they can be vulnerable with their truth. Because when they speak their truth against their abuser, it's like, oh no, they're lying. Especially when that abuser is someone of authority or someone a lot of people look up to. Because it's hard to take away, you know, the, the throne from someone who we've always, you know, modeled our life after like a role model or a figure like, you know, someone we put on a high pedestal. It's hard to strip them from that way and say, hey, they did abuse somebody because you want to believe them. You, you want to believe everything that they tell you. But at the same time, when you have people coming forth with what they have experienced and what they have gone through and you deny them of every single aspect of their truth and what they're saying, it really is hard to let these people, you know, come forward. People always say, why victims take so long to tell the truth about these people? That's how, that's how you know they're lying. When you haven't been abused, it's easy for you to say that compared to someone who has been abused, someone who has dealt with any type of trauma. When you deal with this type of trauma, it's easy to hide behind it, you know? It's easy to stick to yourself and not want to speak up for yourself, you know, when it's happening to you. It's easy to say that it never happened than to admit it that it did happen and deal with that guilt and deal with that shame because it is a shame that weighs heavy on your heart that you did, that you this happened to you. And I don't want to think of it as it happened to you as much as it, you know, just happening because it did happen, you know? And sexual abuse is something that we don't talk about, generations of sexual abuse. You know, someone in your family might have been sexual abuse and it's just trickling down and no one's not speaking of it. And they're hiding these things. And it's a generational factor in that as well. Because we hide, right? We were afraid to tell our parents what happened to us when we were, what, six, seven, or eight. But at the same time, nine times out of ten, it probably happened to your parents. And they never mentioned it either. And it probably happened to your grandparents, and they never mentioned it either. And it starts trickling down to a family tree. And then you one minute you woke up, and you have a child on your own. And you look into their eyes, and you see that... They are going to experience the same thing you experience if you don't have the courage to stop it. There's something that, that needs to be broken. There's something that needs to be fixed. And it's a cycle. It's a trauma. And it's something that we all gone through. I think we believe everyone has gone through some type of abuse, whether it, if it isn't sexually. It might have been physical sometimes. Physical abuse is you know, includes punching, hitting, slapping, kicking, strangling, or physically restraining a partner against their will. And that causes someone to feel unsafe. And when the person feels unsafe in a place that they thought that was supposed to be safe, then how are they able to get out and heal from that? We take this lightly. We take, you know, abusive behavior lightly. 
physical abuse. We, we, we talk about it, we joke about it, but this is real hardcore hard facts. This is just stuff that people are going through. And my thing is the lack of accountability from the person who was abusing the person. That's my problem. Like, I believe in recent events, it was a football player who attacked his girlfriend and he beat the living crap out of her. And the way he said it, that he was apologizing, he's apologetic about it, but he didn't own up to his actions. He blamed it on a manic episode. Manic episode does not trigger the way that she looked in that picture. I'm sorry. Someone was beaten down as if she was beaten down like she was a man compared to him, his height against her, his weight against her, everything against her. And you can't tell me this man didn't have no self-control. But hey, victims always get the short end of the stick. That's why it's important. That's why I encourage everyone to be able to have that willpower and that forth upcoming, you know, truth about who they are. I don't care how scary it is to tell the truth. I don't care how frightening it may be to speak your truth and how it may hurt someone else. Speak your truth and live in your truth. We don't tend to do that. Because when we do speak our truth, people have a way to turn it around against you. Oh, she's doing this because this, that, and third. She's doing this for clout. She's doing this for this, that, and third. He's doing this. Sometimes we as people need to mind our business and allow a victim to rise to the occasion and speak Whatever they have to say. Whatever they have to feel. Let them feel it. Let them allow to be. As if another person is allowed to go through their life and, you know, selfishly inflicting the abuse on people. That person who has been abused, that victim has the right to tell their story. And to be able to look in themselves in the mirror one day and not feel shame or guilt for what they went through. And physical abuse is one part that stems from that. And it also is verbal slash emotional abuse. Verbal abuse is basically, I would say, you know, using words that are triggering, words that are painful to one another. I can call it trickle-down effect. I was just watching Malcolm and Marie. is a new movie. I think everyone was anticipating for that. It was in Day Up. And a lot of people said it was toxic. Of course, yeah, it was toxic. But I think people missed the big picture of the whole relationship, of the whole film. You can see different scenarios in the film. You see the verbal abuse from one another. To say certain things, to have someone to confide in you, and then to throw it back in their face on what they told you. That's, that's verbally abusive. Because I told you what was going on in me. I told you the emotion that I felt, the pain, you know, that caused me to do this, that, and the other. I shared that with you. I shared my problems with you. But then for you to bring it up in an abusive way and throw it back to me, that just takes the vulnerability and that takes the trust factor that everyone should have when they're sharing their stories with someone close to them. I have to trust you in order to be vulnerable with you. And if I can't trust you in order to be vulnerable with you, then what is the point of me sharing what I've been through? You know, what is me opening my heart or giving you my heart or allowing you to hold it in my hand without you tearing it apart? I feel as if people, people hearts, 
are the most, it's a vital organ. It's very vital. Your heart allows you to, it's pumping you, you know, stay alive. You need your heart, right? So without your heart and you give it to someone who isn't worthy of having it, and they abuse their power because they have your heart, then what do you do? They emotionally took it, took it from you. And that's how I see emotional abuse, you know? That's how I see that. And that's why they say guard your hearts, right? Because guarding your heart means you're protecting something that's bigger than who you are. Because our heart is what makes us. Our heart defines our emotions, you know? Our heart is what allows us to anticipate certain things, allows us to be vulnerable with certain people, allows us to trust certain things. Our heart is the key and the core of our foundation that allows us to be open with people, you know? It allows us to seek emotion. It allows us to think logically. That's what our heart's for. But when you close off your heart, that's when all those other things that you need your heart for becomes problematic. Because if you close your heart, you lack accountability, right? You lack self-respect for other people. You have this nonchalant attitude about yourself. When you close off your heart, you start not caring about others. You start to become less vulnerable with others. There's a wall you put up. That's why it's important to be able to guard your heart, but also know how to give it to certain people so they can protect it. You know, most of us jump in in our relationships, deal with certain types of abusiveness from people, and we're just jumping in and out, and we're not guarding our heart, and we're not guarding our soul, and we're not protecting it. And then we wake up several years from now, wonder why we're scarred individuals, because you didn't guard your heart, and now you're closed off, and now you're wounded. And like I said earlier, that wound became an infection and that infection spread it all over you and now it's a fever and you don't know how to heal it you don't know how to save it you don't know how to rescue it so you blame everyone else you blame everyone else for all the problems you blame zach because he treated you bad in that relationship you were in with him for for however many years you were with him but you decided to make those choices right and then you blame monica because she betrayed your trust and she told everybody your secrets. And so then you blame your sister because she never was on your side with your parents or whatever the case may be. So you put the blame on everyone else. And you don't hold yourself accountable to the pattern that you're dealing with and you're facing with. And a lack of accountability is a product of you not being able to protect the one thing that is vital to you and you allowing people to distribute abusiveness towards you sometimes we get abuse and we don't even know it we think that it's natural we think it's normal and it's not your fault you lived in a culture where it allowed it to be normal it allowed to be tolerated so I know for me personally, I grew up in a household that was very verbally abusive. So it's like my new normal in a way. The way they talked to each other, the way they screamed, the way they argued, that was my new normal. 
So what happens? I get in a relationship. And that's what I do, right? I start arguing. I start yelling. I start screaming. I start saying the most nastiest things I can possibly do because that was my normal. They made it normal for me. But that's when the cycle of abusiveness and these patterns of these behaviors need to be broken. And you need to acknowledge it. You need to acknowledge the fact that this happened, you know? Most of us, you know, I know a lot of some people get into abusive relationships because they experience, you know, others in abusive relationships that they were around. It happens. A friend of mine was sexually abused because her parents were sexually abused and they never spoke about it. They never mentioned it. No one never confronted the problem. So he left the problem hidden. They ignored it. When you ignore a problem, it grows. I don't, I don't think I don't think people understand that. Ignoring something never fixes the situation. Ignoring something never makes it better. You might want to put makeup on the scar. You might want to try to fix it. You know, put a little blush, <laughs> a little foundation, whatever the case may be. But when you take all that stuff off, the scar is still there. The remembrance is still there. The wound, it's it's still there. It's never gone. The pain is still there. You, you haven't healed from it. I think we mentioned last week, a couple weeks ago, how important healing is. Because if you can't heal, you can't heal your core, you can't heal your foundation, then what are we doing here? There's nothing to discuss, you know? And we see it time after time after time. The power... That it's taken away from when we experience these things. Most people, when they hear, oh, abuse, they think it's physical. But it's more deeper than that. These are traumas that we deal with. Whether it's verbal, emotional, sexual, mental abuse, financial abuse. These are all topics of abuse that we aren't able to discuss. Being abused is about all about the power and the control factor. It's about what I can do to control an individual so I can keep them under me. That's what happens. As I say, giving your heart and guarding your heart is so important because you can't let no one in. Even talking to somebody can turn into something abusive later on in the near future, whatever the case may be. And it's our job. And it's important to have these tools to put into place where you don't have to be in these situations and these relationships that cause you wreckage and harm in your life in these toxic manners. Family members can be abusive as well. Friends can be abusive as well. Coworkers, whatever case, anybody can be abusive to you and a threat to you. But I encourage everyone to have the courage to not allow people to just pull them into whatever rabbit hole they want them to go into. I encourage you to pull yourself out of everything and take over the power and take over the ownership of your life. That's it. Because when we are neglected and when we neglect ourselves, how we're supposed to be treated and how we're supposed to be dealing with other people, other individuals, that caused wreckage. <laughs>
that calls breakage in your foundation into your core of who you are because your core is what makes you right we all want to be good human beings we want to be better human beings you know we want to get to our bag <laughs> and we and we just want to level up continuously in the world but in order to level up you have to say no to the abusive nature in people when you see it you have to be okay and willing to walk away from people who mean you no good because if you get stuck in a cycle of toxicity it will keep pulling you down and you are going to be having to do a lot of work to get out of the mess that you could have ignored in the first place that's why it's important you know to be self-aware you know Abuse is a pattern and it's a hard pattern to break. Um, many of us try to do so. And I, I just love how people are able to break this pattern because it is something that can turn into, you know, being treated to be untreated really quickly. And it's time that most of us start staying up for ourselves and start staying up for what we believe in. You know, we live in a society that has taught us that we have to be something else and we have to confine into the morals of what social media or whatever, you know, what's going on around us to be instead of being who you are and being who you're supposed to be and not allowing no one to define you by what they feel as if you should be. That's, that's why I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's that power and that's the control factor right there, you know? That's why you have to take ownership of your life. And you can't let no one have that much power over you. And it's important to be actively aware. And it's important to be actively self-involved in everything that is going on with who you are as a person. You are one individual. If no one has your back like yourself, then who will? You know? So it starts. it's time for people to start taking better care of who they are. It's time for people to start living in a way that their heart is protected first and i don't want to see you know people who we people who are trying to be better fall into these patterns with people who aren't truly meant to supposed to be in their lives yeah that's what i would say most definitely so this is episode 80 down the rabbit hole that's just something I wanted to touch on briefly because it has been a while. Next week, we're going to make it a little lighter, a little sweet. It is Valentine's Day next week. So that means spread the love. Guard your heart, people. But spread the love. <laughs> but yeah, so you want to know more about The Chronicle of the Podcast, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr at The Chronicle of the Podcast. And if you want to know more personal chronicles about my life as well, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Desiree. But once again, this is episode 80 of The Chronicle, Down the Rabbit Hole, and we are out.